Paints the Ryan Man coming to you tonight the Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos close out the season with a last-minute win over the Raiders, 16-15. Great way to finish the season. Shelby Harris comes through again, second time in two years. He comes through at the goal line for us by knocking down the pass on the two-point conversion. Derek Carr was attempting to complete, I believe, to Hunter Renfro. And Hunter Renfro had a, had a gap. He was open to get that catch if he was able to go ahead and, and receive the pass. But thank goodness Harris stepped in and great last-minute win for the Broncos. And it feels good. We are able to hand the Oakland Raiders a loss to finish the season and for their last time being the Oakland Raiders since they're going to Las Vegas next year. Can't think of a better way to end the season for the Broncos other than, of course, going to the playoffs. Some positives from yesterday. Philip Lindsay ends up having back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, the first undrafted running back to ever have back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. And plus, you know, grew up in Aurora, Colorado boy, went to CU Boulder, wears number 30, the sacred number of TD. Can't think of a better guy for that to happen to. Plus, he's a hometown and Bronco favorite, one of my favorites as well. Some other positives, we were 4-1 and one under Drew Locke as our starting quarterback, and we were 7-5 and five to finish the season after starting 0-4. If two of those games, two of those early season games would have flipped the other direction or we hadn't blown the lead in the end, we'd actually be talking playoff or wild card spot right now. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we're that close. With that being said, there's a lot of work to do in the offseason, a lot of decisions to be made. You know, the closing presser today with Fangio and Elway says he wants to exercise the option on Von Miller. Very happy to hear that. Wants to make sure they get the deal done with Justin Simmons. Very happy to hear that. And Harris is a maybe. They're going to look at the numbers. I think it's okay to let Harris go. Yes, he's one of the better cover corners in the NFL. Had an off year this year. I bet he'll bounce back next year. But we're kind of transitioning to our younger players and, and getting over that Super Bowl 50 hangover. With that, some of the favorites, they have to move the other direction. They have to move on to other teams, even if they'll be in our ring of fame someday. So I don't see Harris sticking around. Um Speaking of Harris, Shelby Harris and Derek Wolf are going to have to make a decision between those two. We'll see, we'll see if one or both come back. I'd love to see Harris come back. Wolf is one of my all-time favorite Broncos, but maybe time to move on from him. Uh, if you had to look at a durability standpoint, uh, Wolf has missed significant time the last few years, so maybe time uh, to try to find someone that uh, has his talent but can kind of hold up a little more throughout the season. You know, in yesterday's game, Drew Locke played well in the cold, and a lot of people were worried about that after the snow game. <laughs> I was there yesterday, trust me. It was cold. It, it, was, it was cold. It was not the coldest I've ever been to, but the wind was blowing. It was, um, it was definitely uh, very chilly temperatures, and, and he came out and performed just fine. So anyone that was worried about that, don't worry about it. He looked just fine. Other than the fact he missed a few passes that he'll tell you next year he'll go ahead and he would complete those. Some of that just has to do with him working on some footwork and stuff. He missed a couple to Sutton that were there. Uh, there were a couple where Hamilton was open that he missed. But at the same time, Deshaun Hamilton continues to come on. And, and you got to feel good about that, whether he's our number two, number three receiver, whatever ends up happening with us drafting here next spring, seeing where Deshaun Hamilton ends up on the roster. But once again, Drew Locke just continues to make people around him better. Um, I mean, Devontae Booker. Has, has had several sightings since Drew Locke has come back into the lineup. And, and um, 
you know, I don't think he's going to be around long term. I don't know if he'll be around next year. But it's nice to see that he, he was able to contribute this year once Locke got in the lineup. Um, Tim Patrick's going to look good with Locke in the lineup. And, and let's remember here, Andrew Beck got his first touchdown yesterday, a receiving touchdown. Um, I know a lot of people want us to continue going deep, and I think we will next year. We just didn't have the offensive line for it this year. Um, when I was riding into the game yesterday, I was listening to the pregame, and a lot of fans were calling in mentioning that. Why aren't we taking shots deep and everything like that? If it's not sudden, why aren't we using Spencer or something like that? You know, we just can't give Locke the time right now to take those deep shots. But we go into the offseason, we fix the offensive line, we go ahead and, and, and get Janovich back at the fullback position. I think we'll be just fine to open up the passing game, and we'll be uh, taking deep shots next year for sure. And defensively, I already mentioned a few people we're going to have to decide on. You know, I, we, we, we have to add some spots. Uh, definitely, I think we need another cornerback or two. Um, we're going to have to look at our defensive line. Um, and, and even though we've found one of our inside linebackers uh, in Alexander Johnson, I think definitely it's probably going to be time to move on from Todd Davis. We have to bring somebody in. Um, and Alexander Johnson can do it off and on a little bit, but we need to find somebody to come in, uh, whether it's at one of the safety spots or whether it's at that inside linebacker spot that can go ahead and cover the tight ends that are in the AFC West. We just need to have someone come in that can go ahead and do that. So I think that's going to be a big focus again in the offseason to try to get that solidified. But you have to have optimism. It's, it's definitely an optimistic 7-9 finish. Uh, we have the young pieces there. We have our quarterback, it looks like, in place of the future. And, and, and next year you have to think if we can get a few of the pieces in place that we need to. I'm not saying we're going to take the division from the Chiefs next year, but you have to think we're looking playoffs. I mean, I just mentioned it a few minutes ago. We were just a couple games off from the playoffs this season. So, going to be fun to see what the offseason holds. And we're going to go ahead and also have an end-of-year podcast. Uh, going to get a, a, buddy or my, a buddy of mine a, or a couple buddies of mine together that are also huge Bronco fans as well. And we're going to have a discussion about how we feel the season went and what we see the offseason holding. Uh, probably going to be sometime in the next couple weeks. Um, I always like to kind of let things settle, you know, kind of take a look back at the season, let it settle for a week or two, and, and then I always think it kind of clears up your thoughts on what exactly 2019 meant and what we realistically are going to be seeing in 2020. But for now, the Broncos, once again, to finish out the 2019 season, beat the Oakland Raiders 16-15, to and thus, in the Oakland Raiders history book, it'll always say their final game as the Oakland Raiders was a loss to the Denver Broncos before they moved to Las Vegas. Ah, sounds wonderful, doesn't it? And until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz.